You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that from all different fields are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. We are still at the Biz Life Con put on by Second Act Women, where we are dispelling all of the myths about women over the age of 40 and 50 and what they're capable of accomplishing. And honestly, the best part of today right now is that there is hundreds of female business owners all in the same space who are in the second act of their life. And you know what they're doing? They're freaking crushing it. They are amazing. They have wisdom and experience and they are advanced in their in their thinking and their technology. And you know what else? Is that we think outside of the box because we've had to to still be here doing the things that we do. So I'm really excited to be bringing you some really fun you know, strong expert women on the show on Grit and Grace while we're here at the Biz Life Con. And so we are now going to talk to Katie Collins. Katie Collins is a sales boosting, client generating business strategist who helps coaches and online experts get over their fear of sales and visibility so they can make the impact and the income that they pictured when they first started their business. She has provided her 250 plus clients with a unique pathway for choosing messaging that works, creating high-ticket packages that sell, and several marketing pathways to bring in quality leads. She is a certified coach trained in the art of feminine presence and teaches both strategies and mindset tips that ensure both business cash flow. That ensure business cash flow. I said both. We can say business and cash flow. You can. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) Right. This is my show. I can say whatever I want. I do say some funny things on this show, especially when I've been talking a lot. Some of the words come out a little jumbled. (laughs) I know how that feels. (laughs) And so we'll also let everybody know listening that we are at the Biz Life Con right now. So there might... Be some boosts and laughter or background noise. So we just want to let you know that there is some background noise in today's show. So Katie, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So what do you think of this day so far? You know, I've been hiding out in the coach's corner. So I see that you're like right across from where I'm at. And I, first of all, you have a really amazing sign. It's like gold and it's got glitter and it's got red and it's you sitting underneath like a goddess statue. The picture on your sign is rock. It says rock your sails. Um, CoachKatieCollins.com. And is there a reason why you're sitting under that goddess statue? So that is actually uh, San Francisco City Hall. Oh. And yeah, we had a whole photo shoot there. And so it was, um, I had to really overcome my fear of just people walking by as I'm posing in my pretty dress in the middle of City Hall. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it so much. And you know, you realize you're wearing the same colors in that picture today. Yes. Well, my branding um, (gasps) expert told me that when I represent my business, I should look like my business card. And so I'm always wearing the, the red color is my color, red and gold. All oh the way. my goodness, yep. that is too funny. And you know what? Because we're right here and I'm going to go ahead and do this is that we also have Arzu's Rafshin sitting in our vicinity today. And you guys all know how much I love Arzu's Rafshin. Come over here for a second. Um, Arzu, I want you to say hello to everybody. 
Hi, everyone. Tavarly, I am all blushing now. <laughs> of course, I'm going to make her blush. And I'm going to say something really funny to Arzu. So um, I just earlier told her, and she just smelled me, which makes me so happy. She smells heavenly. <laughs> Oh, she does. <laughs> See, now we make she makes me blush. This is like a soul it's connection. It's true. She's <laughs> blushing. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. So, I was going to I was going to tell you that or have you affirm that one of the funniest things about my brand and we talk about matching your brand, match who you are as your brand. I do that just by wearing a sleeveless shirt. Right? Because of my tattoos. I love it. So, um, but Arzu, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. How many women in the room in this whole building today have you seen with a full sleeve of tattoos? One. You. That's me, baby. That's right. That's my brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Arzu, for oh, coming in. I, I, I am so glad I caught you off guard like that. I love Tauberly. That's my hashtag. <laughs> I love Arzu. Okay, bye. Have fun. Come back and see us. Okay, so sorry we got way off topic there. No problem. <laughs> but that was my point is that you somebody told you to match what you're wearing to your brand when you're coaching. Mm -hmm. Just like when I show up to networking events or when I'm speaking on stage, anytime I'm like truly representing my business. So it doesn't have to be every day, all day. Um, but when I'm truly representing my business, that people, that there's an alignment. Like when I hand them my card or when they see my branding, there's just an alignment there. And I don't know, more memorable maybe. I don't know, but... Well, I, I definitely it. noticed it. Clearly. And I'm a rule follower. Oh, you are. Oh, I am. Okay. Oh, I'm a one on the Enneagram. I oh, am like, my. it's black and white. Oh, my. Tell me what to do and I will, yeah. I think we could have some really interesting conversations because <laughs> I'm an eight and I'm a rule breaker. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> the, the, my favorite distinction on the Enneagram when somebody hasn't heard of it, and I'll say, the eight is the boss and the one, um, what, what is our, um, I don't know, black and white. But anyway, I was like, so, so the funny. eight says, it's not... It's either my way or the highway. And the one says, it's not my way, it's the right way. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I <laughs> and love someone it. close to me is an eight, and it's like, that is us. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you can, if anybody that has, that has done the Enneagram, when I say I'm an eight, they're like, oh yeah, you are. There's yeah. like, I'm like not a surprising eight because sometimes it's surprising. Oh no, you meet me and they're like, oh yeah, you're an eight. I feel like eight is the most identifiable of all the Enneagrams. Like for one, two, and three, I'd have to look. Like I'm not always 100% sure. But I feel like when somebody tells you they're an eight, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like saying somebody's a type A. It yeah. just makes sense. You get it. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to hear more about your business as a whole. Like, how did you get into this field? So I was a school teacher for 17 years. I started in elementary school classrooms, and then I moved up to teaching adults. Um, and my last job was actually really enjoyable. I taught refugee adults how to read. So I got to take my second grade teacher skills and put them into the adult education oh. field. It was really... But um, changed people's lives in the process. It really, yes. Yeah. So um, whenever people talk about making an impact, and now today I talk about sales and money, it's I think because deep down the impact has always been made for me. Like I, I've always been making the world turn around, so to speak. Mm. But I just got to a point in my teaching career where I was like in my mid-30s and I was like, is this it? Like this salary that's been stagnant for seven years... You know, I'm single, like I just, I wanted to kind of grow and my, that job wasn't letting me grow anymore. Um, and so I looked into plan B. I did not want to go to school. I didn't want to get another master's degree or any of that. And so when I found the coaching industry, I saw, oh, wow, you can get certified in a pretty quick amount of time. Um, and so I signed up for uh, a certification program and it was like a five day intensive certification program. 
And I just thought, oh, that'll be so easy. And they were like, oh, it's really easy. You just need to get five clients times 2,000 a month and you'll have $10,000 a month. And as a teacher, I was like, oh my God, $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was not easy at all. What part, what part wasn't easy? <laughs> the marketing and the sales. Uh. I did not know like the the self-confidence that you really need to have to put yourself out there. Mm. I just wasn't, I wasn't there. And I was shy to put myself on Facebook and market myself at the time. I was a life coach to market myself as a life coach. I thought I'm going to have to have like, I don't know if I can swear on the show, but I'm going to have to have my ish together. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Like I have to be perfect. Cause I'm a one in the Enneagram. It's black and white. You're either yeah. perfect or you're not. And I All was right. striving for perfection and you, you're never perfect. So then I was never ready and I just spent a year uh, not being perfect, not being ready, not right. And not making any money. And, um, and so my quest to figure out how to make money at this so I could finally quit my job, um, is what got me to where I am today. And that was just learning like sales is just a technique. You just have to learn it and you have to learn yeah. to do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable. And so anyway, that's how I found my way here. I th but I think that it's really important. I wrote an article on LinkedIn recently that is, um, everybody's in sales. Like ev everything you do is sales. And mm -hmm. I, I like some relation to what we do in our families. Like with my children, for example, when they were younger, for me to convince them to buy into the parenting decision that I've made, it is a type of sales that you do because you need to connect. You need to have an authentic discussion. Like you need to both understand what's at stake and then you need to come to an agreement at the end. So I mean, that's just one example, but we are, everything we do is sales, yes. really. And I think that um, understanding that when it comes to your business is a mindset shift, not nearly, so, not necessarily something always new. Yes, you have to learn how to do it in your business, but people probably do sales more often than they think. Yes. I love that you said that because I'm doing a, um, I have a five day challenge that's starting soon oh. and day one is recognize. I don't know, day one or day two, recognizing yourself as a salesperson in other capacities, oh. much like you just said. Mm. And the example I gave was when I taught for that school, um, it was adult education. So our compensation packages were different than K through 12. Yeah. And uh, I found out that our um, secretaries in the office were not getting health insurance, but every other secretary in every other department in that school was just not my department. And I was like, I watched a friend um, have a hysterectomy and pay for it out of pocket because she did not have, have health insurance. Wow. And that just made me so mad. And so I really went to bat for her and took it to the executive director several times and loud enough that they eventually got it. And so it was like, I've been convincing and doing sales for a yeah. long time with things that I really believe in. And that's the distinguishment I needed to make was it's sales is not icky it's an offer for something that you really believe in and you want to make happen and talk about it till yeah, it happens. Because I think the thing is people think of sales as like, you know, working in specific industries or only representing certain um, products. But the truth is, is that everything that you do as an entrepreneur is sales. And it, I will admit it's, it was a hard process for me. I, I, I work with, you know, there are other, there's another company that I work with that has helped me tremendously with understanding sales. And so the service that you're providing for women, I'm assuming you work with men and women or do you work with women specifically? Women specifically. Okay. Yep. They've That's got their unique, own yeah. set of challenges when yes, it comes to do. sales. Yes, we are a special kind of special sometimes. <laughs> and I think that we're often our, our most critical critic mm -hmm. is ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and like giving ourselves permission to be awesome when we've been raised to tone that down 
for the majority of our life, right? And like, don't don't stick out, don't be that tall poppy or whatever. But in sales, you kind of have to be the I'm awesome person. So how did you embrace that about yourself? <laughs> well, I've always known I was awesome. Yes, so. thank you, because you are awesome. I'm glad that you finally can see it. How many years of your life did it take for you to see uh, that you were awesome? I don't know. I mean, it's funny. My mom always says, I don't know where you got your self-confidence from, because it wasn't from her. <laughs> your mom says that? I yeah. mean, my, my mom just recently told me that she hopes I type out, I'm writing a book. She tells me that she hopes I have somebody typing it for me, because my handwriting is so atrocious. So, I mean... Thanks, mom. <laughs> Where'd you get your self-confidence from? Or I hope somebody's typing for you. And I know. I, I, I know it all comes from a loving place. But. Yeah. Yeah. So your mom was um, not self-confident. No. Nope. Uh. And still isn't. It's it's interesting. So really, she does laugh because I'm, I'm the most outgoing of the three kids in the family. I'm, I've always been the spokesperson for the, you know, so my personality has always been loud, actually. Like I, yeah. my mom would tell me to be quiet all the time because I would... I think because I was the third kid, I was trying to yell above everybody else's octave to so somebody heard. would hear me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I definitely grew up with the, shh, you know, tone it down. Um, but honestly, I started listening to people's reflection back to me. And so when I was a teacher and, the, and you know, parents would say, um, and of course, some parents didn't like me, but you know, parents would say, you know, my kid just thinks you're awesome. Mm -hmm. They love your energy. That's what I kept hearing over and over again. I love your energy. I love your energy. And finally I was like, I guess I have good energy. And I just stopped trying to dull my light. I felt like that was what women are often told to do. And I just was like, I'm not going to play by that rule. See, I am a rule breaker sometimes. See, if I think they're BS, <gasps> I do break them. Okay. It's true. So it's all yep. about how you interpret the yep. rule. Yep. Show me a gray area and I will step okay. into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a whole different conversation, my friend. Side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now that I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, I mean, at what point though, did you start listening to yourself mm -hmm. about that as opposed to how other people were reflecting it back to you? Mm -hmm. So when I got into the sales thing, here's, here's how it went down. I went to a business community and was yeah. like, teach me sales and marketing. I don't know what I'm doing. I learned a heart centered approach to sales that made me feel much more comfortable because it was just a conversation. Yeah. It was using, um, they teach about the five elements of Chinese medicine in regards to sales. So um, and I'll, I'll give them a shout out. It's Thrive Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So they did um, Earth, Serve. Um, oh my gosh, I'm totally spacing them now. Earth, Serve, Metal, Acknowledge, Water, Be Curious, Wood, Give Them a, cho uh, give them a Choice, Fire, Connect. They're not in an order, except Wood, Give Them a Choice is at the end. Yeah. But serving, connecting, acknowledging, and using curiosity gets you far in a, in a conversation. And anyway, these people started to notice me in, in the business community. They were like, you have this way of making people feel welcomed and in community because I don't like when people are by themselves and I always invite someone to lunch or, you know, I'm that friend or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they hired me to be their engagement coordinator. They created a role for me and they just kept reflecting back to me what I was good at. And so all of a sudden it was, you know, hey, you're actually really good at sales without knowing it because you're not trying right? You're not trying to be good at sales. You're just having a conversation. You're connecting. I'm connecting and I'm hearing what people really want. And then I life coach around the stuckness. So you combined the coaching part yeah. that you brought in and your natural ability to connect. Yes. Yeah. And so I then I realized, it. and so that's when it hit me. Like I don't need them to reflect it to me anymore. Now I can see, Oh, this is my personality. And my personality works such that I can connect with pretty much anybody. Yeah. And if they're willing to open up to me, then I can really help them see exactly what's standing in their way. And usually when they're in the place 
of their stuckness, it's hard for them to say yes to an offer. So if you can get them out of the stuckness and into the possibility, mm. they're more likely to say, okay. Cause I'm like the person who's saying no right now is the person that's keeping you stuck all along. So an important question that I have for you is, you know, knowing that we are always constantly evolving ourselves is how do you keep learning and growing? Because I know that we are not ever able to know it all and be it all, all the time. So mm. what, what is your practice in that area? Yeah, it's such a good question. Um, I really had to, you know, step one was overcome the desire to be perfect because I'll never get there. And um, something I just said in the coach's corner with one of the clients that came in was um, to not hold herself hostage to the person she was two years ago, right? Like to bring the learning with us in the future and leave the lessons in the past. Like you learn the lesson. You don't need to bring the shame and the guilt or so you said sometimes you listen to your old podcast and you're like, hmm, and I'll I do could that. Learn. Yeah. I, I could have done better. Yeah. I could have done better. I look yeah. at free gifts that I've done or programs yeah. that I've written, you know, or even coaching advice that I gave. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I even agree with that anymore. Yeah. But I think the best is just to say, you know, I recently learned this and I'm going to share it with you. I used to think this. Now I think that. And people get to learn even, you know, through my journey, they get to learn. So it's all about permission to be uh, imperfect and always learning. And the other thing is the mindset piece. Like I have to read books that keep me positive. You know, I mean, even as a sales coach, I'll have calls that don't go well or that I didn't enroll that were a perfect client. Um, and I have to keep reading books like, um, think and grow rich dollars flow to me easily. Um, uh, I loved, um, what was it called? Jeff Olson wrote it. Oh, it's going to come to me. But um, it was all about like, it was all about making, um, making micro shifts each day. Every choice you make. Oh yeah. Incremental. It's something yeah. about, I know what you're talking about. It's um, the incremental one though. It's about everything is like percentages. You make percentage increases each day as opposed to ever striving to do like, I'm going to, you know, make a 50% change tomorrow. Instead, make a small 5% change every day to work towards where you want to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like he says, every, um, every decision you make either puts you on an upward slope or a downward slope, but it's never neutral. And that keeps me on my toes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'm a big reader too. And I, I find that um, I, although I read all different kinds of books, because so, sometimes I need my reading to be an escape, not necessarily a, a learning, a, a yeah. learning opportunity. Um, but I, I think that reading is the fastest way to have access to experts who know way more than we do. Mm -hmm. And you can actually apply it and then go back and revisit it again. It's like mm -hmm. not a one-time shot. Yep. Yep. And it just helps with the mindset tweak. If you're having a bad day, you can pick up a book. You, like, you don't have to always have a coach. You can pick up a book and read a chapter and be like, okay, oh, I love right, that. right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. You sh and do you share that with your clients? I do. I do. And I have a list of books that I just swear by. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and and do, you just, do you just send them a link or do you, do you ever provide books as part of your program? I mean, have you ever... I do, um, sort of a secret. So don't tell any of my new clients, but I send out okay. goodie bags. Oh, so any of you that are listening, if you become a, a new client, just Act plug surprised. your ears, be surprised. <laughs> um, but I do. And, and I change them up depending on who, who the client is. Right. So nice. I make it very personable nice. and based on what they share with me and I'll select a book that is perfect for the journey that they're on. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So walk me through what it's like from the moment um, you meet someone who you know is a good fit for you and you're both working towards the same goals. How does that begin and where do you ideally see that ending? 
if it ends? Um, in terms of onboarding them as a client? Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. what's the process like that you provide? Yeah. So, um, so when I meet someone, I, so right now I do VIP one-on-one -on -one work. I'm actually just debuting a group program very soon. But right now, it's just VIP one-on-one. -on -one. And the reason for that is because I belong to so many business communities that were group programs, template-heavy, resources, videos, yada, yada, and nobody watches them or does the work. And if they do, they don't get feedback. Yeah. So I became somebody that said, I want to be your accountability, I want to be your structure, and I want to be your feedback. So I will tell you what to do, I want you to go do it, and then bring it back to me so that I can guide you, right, in that direction. So... That's how I've separated myself this whole time. So when someone um, comes to me, you know, I'll start with that. I'll do a free strategy session. Rock your sales is what I call it. Yeah. Rock your sales strategy session. And I look for the holes that they are experiencing. So, you know, you need TLC in your business, traffic, lead, and conversions, right? So where's the hole? Oh, I've got a bunch of traffic coming my way. They download my thing or they join my webinar. Nobody buys. Okay. So the hole is in conversions. Okay. So now let's take a look at why aren't they buying and look at the offer. Like, are you offering something that people want? Are you offering what people want or are you offering what you think they need? Because they oh only my gosh, buy that's what such they a want. Pain, but that is such a painful question to ask because <laughs> I actually remember about a year ago, which I was about then a year, a year or so into my business. Um, I was, you know, at an event where they asked that question and I could feel that there were a good chunk of us, myself included, in the room that had to really dig deep and say, oh, is this what I know the industry needs yep. versus what do my clients want? Yep. And it's a, ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. And we get attached because we know we're good at what we're offering and yeah. we get super attached to wanting to deliver that. And you can deliver it, but you have to package it with words that land on your people. Yeah. So, and, and I, I want to just add to that, that it is possible that you're, what you're still good at is you're still doing the same thing. You just need to maybe approach it in a different way. Mm -hmm. There's a different, you know, if that door is closed, find another door. It doesn't mean you're not working towards the same solution. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's a, yeah. that is a tough question. Here's a, um, a really good example, actually, um, of just a pivot in messaging. So I first, when I wanted to do the sales coaching, I first said, I help you get good at sales. And it, it wasn't, quite taking off, but it was still new. Right. But that's what uh -huh. I kept saying over and over. And then I asked someone further along in business than me, what did she think of that? And she said, see people that aren't good at sales don't want to get good at sales because that means something to them in a negative light. If you're good at sales and you're the, the sleazy car salesman, or if you're good at sales and you're, you know, selling snake oil or whatever, she's like, what they want to do is overcome their fear of sales. So then I shifted my messaging to say, I help women overcome their fear of sales. And then I would go to networking meetings and I would watch women nod their head the minute I would say that. Oh my. So just a simple pivot like that. I'm selling the exact same thing. I just talked about the problem in a way that they were talking about it because they weren't saying I got to get good at sales. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and that makes total sense yeah. to me. That's amazing. Okay, so when you're onboarding a client, you are determining where the hole is or even just key messaging, as we just talked about. That mm -hmm. could be a key part of the work you're doing. And what is the typical timeline that people work with a coach like you? Like, because your goal is for them to get good at what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Which I, basically means it's like you're working yourself out of a job <laughs> in most cases. I know. I do, I do celebrate when people can graduate yes, out. But yes. um, I love working with people for one year. 
Okay. And I was really afraid to offer that for a long time. And it's funny because I did offer a three month program for a while. And I had my current business coach at that time say, do you think you can help people pivot their business in three months? And I said, no. And he said, why are you offering it? And I'm like, cause that's what people want. Or, you know, that's, and he was like, you have to teach them that they need it longer. So something I've been saying to people now is if you don't get your goal in the time frame you've set, then what are you going to give up? Or are you just going to keep going until you get the goal? Like we can't say, Oh, I want my goal done in 90 days. We can sure try. But if you don't get it in 90 days, are you done? What if it's 180 days? Is it worth it? Would you stick with it for 180? What about 365? Right? Like, yeah. Um, so I, I almost always pitch a year with me because there's so much we can do together. Yeah. And when I signed up for my coach for a year, I felt like I did a trust fall into a cloud. Like I just got, um, I was just received in this pillowy, like, I've got you girl. I've got you for a whole year. Anytime you need feedback, anytime you need a pep talk, anytime you need whatever you need. Yeah, even messaging, I got you. tactical support. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, so that's my, my primary. And then six months, I'll go, you know, go down to six months. And now I've started offering a VIP day for one very specific goal that somebody has. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. That's amazing. Well, tell people how they can reach you. Yeah. So um, my website's coachkatiecollins.com. And on that website, I've got a free gift um, waiting for you. And you can also find me on Facebook, um, Coach Katie Collins, everywhere. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So before we finish, I want, can you come up with, let's just say tactically today, some of the most important tools to start with. If you have fear around sales, what are some of the tools that an individual can start with to just even look and evaluate that fear? Because I think that that's often the first mm, step. Yeah. Can you leave us with some tidbits in that area? Yeah, definitely. So this is um, a part of the five day challenge I have. So first it's identifying what, um, what's the negative picture in your head of sales? Like who, who do you identify? Like the door to door salesman, like that sells yep. vacuums that co- or encyclopedias. Yep. I'm just aging myself. Right and then there, like, but. if you were to rate that person on a, as a 10 and you were to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, where, where would you see yourself? Uh. And most people that are heart centered entrepreneurs are going to see themselves on like the two, three, four. Yeah. And what I do is help you turn it up to like a six, seven, mm. right? I don't want you to be super salesy, but right. if you're sitting in the heart box, giving yourself away, that doesn't work either. Yeah. So up, you know, turning up the volume, but anyway, identifying what your fear is and then knowing actually you're nothing like that. So, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't yeah. want to be that person. And yeah. it's like, but you're not, but yet yeah. that story is, is holding you back. Yeah. And then the other exercise I love to do is, um, you draw a bunch of concentric circles, like five concentric circles on a piece of paper. And in the middle of the, you know, the smaller concentric circle, you write up the symptoms that you help people with. Like what yeah. are the symptoms of your ideal client? Yeah. The next accent, uh, concentric circle out is, um, what, like, what does your service help them achieve? And then out from that, it's how does that impact their financial future? And outside of that, how does that impact their family, their friends, their community? And I call that the ripple effect so that you remember that you're not selling your program. You're selling a transformation that's going to ripple out to the entire world because of what you're offering. And when you pull your ego out and see the ripple effect, it becomes a lot easier to sell what you're selling. That is absolutely brilliant. I love it. That's, that's really, really, really good information. And what you've just described means you are helping them achieve their success. You're not selling to them. It's not just transformation. It's, it's success. And we know that when people 
make a progress step forward in any aspect of their life, all of their life impacts, which means there's families. So there's lots of different ways that you can look at that, but I appreciate that so much. That's expert wisdom from Coach Katie Collins. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us on Grit and Grace. I will put all of the show notes together on how people can reach you. And I know you have a special there. We'll list that in the show notes as well. Yes. And um, is there any parting comments about the Biz Life Con that you want to share? Oh, I mean, the Biz Life Con is just an amazing event with um, just full of people that have dreams that they have yet to fully achieve. And it's just really fun to be surrounded by a bunch of women that are like, you can do it, right? It's the women that are fixing each other's crowns without telling anyone it was crooked. Yeah. It's that kind of a place. So exactly. Well, thanks for being here. And for those of you that are listening, we're glad you joined us for another show. No matter what app you're listening to us on, please make sure that you leave us a review and a rating or say hello or contact me and tell me something awesome about coach Katie Collins, because you guys can pretty much find me on all the social media places at Taverly. And of course, if you go to Taverly.com, you will find all the information about me and my work as a social impact entrepreneur. But thanks again, Katie. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley. And as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. We know your time is extremely valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Thank you.